Hello, all you beautiful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Chips and Dish. I'm your host, Chip. And I'm Allie. Hey, Allie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It's it's really good to actually um, get you on an episode. We've been talking about it for a while. Um, today, I'm, I'm super, super excited because um, we're talking about Mean Girls and the OG version, not the Mean Girls 2 version, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Um but this is i have to show you this though because like on my notes i yeah. drew a trash can <laughs> next to me girls too this is awesome for all you listeners out there um we're using um squadcast and it's like a zoom uh app which most of you probably know but um instead of just hearing Allie's voice, I wanted to see her reactions to things. And she just showed me a little trash can next to uh, her little note of Mean Girls 2 because it really was like WTF. <laughs> and like I said, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But this is like one of my all-time favorite movies. And of the 2000s, uh, I should say, because this was released in 2004. It was directed by Mark Waters, who directed The House of Yes, um, which I don't know, Ali, if you've ever seen. It's it's fantastic. It's kind of a very parody of Breakfast at Tiffany's kind of thing. It's very, very cool. Um, the Spiderwick Chronicles, which I started seeing, but I haven't finished it. Um, the Vampire Academy, uh, I think it's a series. And Freaky Friday, which also stars Lindsay Lohan, which who is in this movie as well. Um, movie together. Hmm? It was their second movie together. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's awesome. Um, this movie was... 2003, I believe. 2003, yeah. Uh, this movie was produced by Lauren Michaels, who's the creator of SNL, Saturday Night Live, as everyone knows. Um, the screenplay was written by Tina Fey, who was also a SNL cast member back in 2000... Early 2000s. She was current when Mean Girls was ma- being made. Oh, was she? Yes. I actually saw on one of the DVD bonus features that um, Lauren Michaels, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler used to have to take a flight to back to New York like every week so they could be on SNL while they were making this movie because they were filming in Canada. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Mean Girls, <laughs> the movie was adopted um, from the 2002 self-help book called Queen Bees and Wannabes written by Rosalind Weissman. So what I found out also was that Tina Fey kind of like rewrote this like as a a original and she used her high school experiences for this movie. So that's kind of cool. And we will get into that in a little bit. This movie stars Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Seyfried, Rachel McAdams, Lacey, I don't know how you say her name. Chabert? Oh, like Care Bear. Cool. Okay. I don't know why I said that. Um, Lizzie Kaplan as like the amazing Janice Ian. Uh, Daniel Frise, sure, as um, the uber gay Damien. Amazing. I love him. Jonathan Benet as Aaron Samuels. Tina Fey, of course. Uh, Tim Meadows, Amy Poehler, and Anna Gasteyer. So it has a few cast members from SNL, which is amazing. I love um, anytime they're in, in movies together. It's not an SNL movie, which Paramount apparently was afraid that this would be portrayed as. I did see that too, yeah. But I'm glad it was kind of like under the radar. (laughs) Um, But a little brief summary, if no one has ever seen Mean Girls. First off, shame on you. (laughs) Anyone needs, everyone needs to own this movie. Like, 
yeah your your grandparents your parents your children your children's children like just every human on earth so caddy who is Lindsay lohan's character is a katie temper- <laughs> katie caddy i did say caddy you can't ask she's the only person who can call her caddy that's hilarious. She's a transfer student from Africa who, along with her parents, moved back to the States after a 12-year hiatus. Up until now, she has been homeschooled, and her parents decided it was for her to join society, a.k.a. just being thrown into the world of public high school. Katie is introduced to rules she's never been taught and the many different cliques of high school society. She makes a few friends and meets the Plastics, a group of three girls who are known throughout the school as, quote-unquote, teen royalty. However, they aren't very well-liked and loves to gossip and talk trash about other students, just for the pure uh, enjoyment of it all. Janice, Katie's new best friend, tells Katie that she should basically spy on the plastics and report back to Janice about every mean thing that they have to say about everybody. Katie, who has never been um, a part of any type of this situation, uh, just does it because she's happy to have friends. As uh, Regina, who is the main leader of the plastics if you will as she and katie work on a pseudo friendship the plastics unveil the burn book to her burn book is a huge book full of secrets gossip and pictures of students in the school with describable bad phrases next to them to say the least katie who is actually enjoying spending time with the plastics slowly gets sucked into their everyday lifestyle becoming almost an additional plastic member however when Regina is aware of Katie's spy work, basically, um, Regina puts her picture, her her own picture in the burn book to make it look like she's just another victimized student. She makes copies of the pages and spreads them all throughout the school, causing fights between uh, the students. And I think some of the teachers as well. Um, Spoilers! <laughs> spoiler alert. Regina, after a, fer- a verbal fight with Katie, storms out onto the street of the school grounds and gets hit by, hits by a school bus. Rumored to have pushed Regina into the street, Katie takes the blame for writing the burn book and gets and gets grounded. Um, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> um, yeah, she only gets grounded. Okay. Her worst thing. <laughs> right. More spoiler alerts. She later is elected Spring Fling Queen and makes amends with everybody. Before the movie ends, we see, quote-unquote, junior plastics come into view. And I believe that's pretty much the summary with a little bit of spoilers like i said if anyone who hasn't seen this movie i mean it's just shameful you so need to see certainly it. hasn't seen this movie or hadn't as of at least 2018 hmm. the girl who p- originally played regina on broadway <gasps> wow are you serious there was a video thing that cosmopolitan magazine did yeah. With the girls who played Regina and Katie, and they had them reenact scenes from the movie, and then they would show like the clip or whatever. But um, it is a thing, like in the theater, if there's a movie version, like don't watch the movie so you don't copy what they do. So yeah, even after she got cast on Broadway, she hadn't seen the movie. She eventually left the cast, so I'm hoping she's now seen the movie. But like <laughs> So there's so there's original cast members still like there. It's just that girl left? I mean, I think, yeah, I think, uh, well, Mean Girls on Broadway has, they've decided to completely close. Oh, that's right. COVID. Um, they, they were planning on reopening after COVID, but it's been more than a year with them being dark. So th- it's, it's closed. But I th- believe there were at least a couple of people who stayed the entire run of the musical. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Really good for her. Um, but I thought that would, I thought they, 
<laughs> no, it's it's really interesting, and and I was gonna talk about it later, but like the um, Tina Fey apparently back in two thousand thirteen, um, she had this idea for the Broadway musical, mm-hmm. and then it premiered in DC for like a test run back in two thousand eighteen. You know, 2017? I think 2017. I think it was already on Broadway by 2018. Oh, okay, yeah. So that was cool. But, and and like I said, we'll we'll talk about Mean Girls 2 a little bit later, but um, she didn't want anything to do with the sequel, which I heard she kind of regrets now, but... Why did anybody want anything to do with that sequel? Like, I mean, girl. It doesn't connect, which is... I guess a mixed blessing because it's a self-contained story. I mean, obviously like Tim Meadows reprises his role as the principal. But literally the only thing tying the two movies is is the school and the principal. Yeah. And a new version of the plastics. Right. There's always going to be mean girls in high school. Like, I don't think we'd ever escape that, but like they could have made it its own movie. It still would have been trash, but we probably wouldn't have hit it so hard if they hadn't tried to associate it with such a gem like Mean Girls. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, um, Allie, as a younger person, <laughs> what? well, actually, no, doesn't matter. Just as a person um, who loves this movie, um, we will talk about our age differences later. Um, what was your first impression and first your, like, refreshed okay. impression? Okay. Well, this movie came out about a week after I turned 10. I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're best friends, but he's a lot older than me. <laughs> wow. Shady. Love but you. true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like I was I remember seeing like the trailers for it, but it was a PG-13 movie. So I don't think my mom would let me go see it. I somehow conned her into letting me buy it at Target. <laughs> and I went home and I watched it and I was just like, is this high school? Should I be scared? Should I be, should I be fascinated? Like what? What? And- and I started watching it over and over and over and over again. I I obsessed over movies. Okay, I still obsess over movies. It's just I don't have as much time to watch them three times in an afternoon anymore. <laughs> but I think that's one of those movies that I went home and watched it every day after school. I did that with Freaky Friday, too. <laughs> that's a great movie. Um, who's her mom? Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, granted, it's a reboot of an older movie i think back in the 70s the 70s it's on disney plus but uh awesome <laughs> <laughs> which by the way speaking of a uh, side note you can f- you can't find this on netflix and hulu anymore it used to be on netflix surprisingly mean girls 2 is on netflix but whatever um you can find this on i believe it's called voodoo oh okay i hadn't checked voodoo i just found the dvd in my mom's basement yeah, I mean, luckily, like, Allie and I had the DVD. Like I said, everyone should have it. Um, but you can find this on Vudu and um, Amazon Prime, but you got to pay, like, three ninety nine for it. Which is anyway. bad for a rental, honestly. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, you can um, rent Mean Girls 2 for three ninety nine as well. <laughs> Why would you want to pay money for that trash? I know, it's so bad. But anyway, go ahead with your... Um... <laughs> I don't I don't really remember too too much more from 2004 about this movie but like <laughs> Oh my god it's so fantastic. Um I what do you th- what did what did you think about it like 
freshly watching it. Oh, I have like two pages of questions. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe I can answer. Okay, so I might have been <laughs> drinking wine while I was watching this movie. Uh, so, great way to start. You know, you know. First of all, why would Mr. Duval hit on Miss Norberry like right in front of students? There has been teachers in my school like that, though. Okay. To be honest, yeah, it was weird. First thing in the morning, first day, it's the first moment you see this woman since three months ago, and you hit on her in front of children. <laughs> you know, oh, why is Regina during gym, the gym class scene? Why is she wearing a skirt made out of a t-shirt? I must have missed that. Like, I didn't notice it until I watched it this time, but, like, the scene where, like, the boys are carrying Regina across the field. If you look, her skirt is actually, like, a t-shirt that's just, like, wrapped around her. Oh, maybe it was, like, a... Are you sure it wasn't, like, maybe a a cardigan or something? Mm, I'm pretty sure it looked, like, just, like, a straight-up t-shirt. It definitely didn't look like gym shorts. She was definitely trying to, like, try and fit in with, like, the gym clothes uniform thing and... But not wear pants because it wasn't Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I love that scene, by the way, where they're just like, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. (laughs) I have those socks. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Okay, do you have any more questions? Oh, I have so many questions, but they kind of jump all over the place. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um. If you live in Illinois, because this movie takes place right outside of Chicago, um, why can you only wear jeans or track pants on Friday? What happens when it snows? You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) You're just fucked. At least you'll die pretty. (laughs) That's my takeaway. (laughs) But I just want to be a pretty corpse. I don't care. (laughs) Um... Axe wound is a really good insult. I don't. I, I think that was a Janice line, but she, oh, she's an axe wound or something like. Show her for the axe wound. She really is talking about Regina. It's so. Oh my god! Like all of these lines have become so like pop pop culture referenced. It's 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 amazing. <laughs> I don't think I wrote it down, but I did see somewhere that apparently Regina actually translates to something like queen. Oh, in a different language or something? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I watched a lot of DVD bonus features to prepare for today. <laughs> it's it's funny because I, I failed at that. <laughs> and I have the DVD, so it's like... But I don't know if I have the 10th anniversary. Because I believe there's a 10th anniversary one that has, like, mega bonus features. I don't know. I definitely have, like, an original... It's like a special edition, collector's edition, whatever, from 2004 or five, Like... Okay, maybe that's the one I have downstairs. <laughs> I've got way too many DVDs. I've got, seriously, like, two big DVD binders that are this thick. <laughs> okay, let's get off of my random questions for right now. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> and I don't want to take over the whole podcast. <laughs> oh, no, you're you're totally fine. This is, this is, I love this. This is fantastic. We've been wanting to do this, like, forever and a day. But okay, so I saw my first impression was I saw this when I was in high school opening weekend. It was funny because I had like an old people's moment over the weekend. And I asked Hallie, I was like, I was like, did we see this together? And she was like, you're how old? 
<laughs> you did the math, and there was definitely no way that you and I would have gone and seen this movie together because it would have no. been weird. <laughs> but it, it's funny because, like, after our conversation, I was like remembering. I'm like, okay, I took another friend who has your hair color. <laughs> sure. I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, but I loved Tina Fey from SNL back then. I really loved Lindsay Lohan back then. Now I think she's kind of trashy, but hey, whatever. Sorry, Lindsay. Love you. <laughs> I never had the public uh, high school experience, though, um, as bougie as that sounds. I've always uh, I've always been to a private school. So the classes were smaller. The teacher, we actually in each classroom had a teacher's aide. So, like, if the teacher was busy with one student, the teacher's aide could be like, oh, Mike, you need help. So, let's put you in a corner. <laughs> Not that I was bad. It was just, like, I needed that individual attention. Um, I mean, along with other students. But uh, saying this, though, my my school wasn't a walk in the park either. You know, there was definitely cliques in the classes um, in, in, throughout school. So, um, I'm getting off on a tangent. But... Um, I've seen this movie now, though, many, many times and can almost quote the entire thing. Almost. I'm disappointed in you. I know. <laughs> I, I I was quoting it yesterday in my head and I'm like, oh, wait, that's not the line. <laughs> but yeah, so um, and as we keep referring to Mean Girls 2 is complete trash because I was bored yesterday morning and Allie was over a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about seeing it together, but you know, I mean, COVID and all that and work and stuff like that. Our schedules didn't match, but I was bored yesterday and decided to turn on Mean Girls 2. Uh, followed through the entire movie. Justin comes down, uh, down the stairs and I'm like halfway through it. And he's like, what are you watching? I'm like, Mean Girls 2. Quickly, he like turns around, grabs a cigarette, goes toward the the back of the kitchen where the balcony is and he, he turns around he's like good luck <laughs> and he was and mike was texting me like the entire time and he's just like i'm watching mean girls too and i'm like oh yeah i chose to do that the other night <laughs> but interestingly enough like justin sat through like the last 20 minutes with me i think and he was just like playing his game at the same time just looking up shaking his head like no the E.T. missed about the last 20 minutes. He watched most of it with me. Oh, did he? <laughs> and then he decided he wanted to go to bed, and I was like, I want to finish this train wreck, so bye. <laughs> well, and, and that's what I was trying to like talk to Justin about when he came downstairs, because he had this face, uh, this, this face inquisitive, like, why i'm like well i spent like 20 minutes on it i'm kind of invested in it now so i might as well you know bottom of the barrel dude (laughs) um hold on let me read you like some of my favorite notes that i wrote down about this movie at the end um okay let's see i just realized they named the slutty one chastity uh (laughs) right (laughs) more my brain hurts this is more torturous than i remember I think I wrote something about I'm I don't have enough wine in me or something like. Oh yeah, I think you texted me. You're like I'm sober for this, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like in I'll my head. Oh, I... Am I drunk enough for this? <laughs> I was gonna say, were you drunk writing these notes? It's a little. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm more honest when I drink. You know that. 
it's true <laughs> it's it's very true and i adore it i love it yeah so do you have any um behind the scenes notes i do oh my gosh so one of my favorite things in the world is like when i find something that i enjoy i like learning everything about it so yeah. <laughs> um did you know part of why jonathan bennett got cast as aaron samuels was because he could easily make Lindsay lohan blush that's cute i didn't read that also because tina fey thought he kind of looked like a younger jimmy fallon that's the only thing i saw from him <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay but you didn't want to make an snl movie because <laughs> he was also a cast member <laughs> tim meadows actually broke his hand right before filming and that's why his character has carpal tunnel i read that but i couldn't um see wh- how he broke his hand i wanted i, don't I was think curious. I found that out either mm. So it probably was something stupid they didn't want in the news. Yeah. <laughs> um, according to the costume designer, mm-hmm. talent show scene with the plastics, she wanted to make their skirts out of plastic to represent the plastics. That's cute. So she did. <laughs> so they're completely made of plastic. I mean, it's like plastic. Or like the skirt. Get glued onto it. That's cool. I think that's one of my favorite scenes too. Right. I Where she like kicks the boombox onto uh what's his name's face jason yes no, oh my there's... god jason i saw this tiktok the other day where it was four dudes recreating that scene are you serious yes there's also this guy i follow on tiktok who recreates like all sorts of like movie scenes and he's done so many from mean girls and he plays everybody he keeps his like facial hair but i'll put on a wig and like some makeup in the same outfit and and they did the whole thing with stop trying to make fetch happen it's never going to happen it's so funny because i think i read somewhere i don't know if this is true or not because i don't read dictionaries um but i believe after this movie years later they made fetch into a like it it became like part of the marion webster's dictionary they do that but then i also read that i mean fetch is also slang for or a shortened for fetching, which actually does mean pretty and cool and stuff like that. And that's what they were going for. Tina Fey didn't want to put current slang in the movie to, like, um, date it. Mm -hmm. She wanted to make her own thing. So they took fetching and made it fetch and made it its own fucking thing. (laughs) But is, is like, the fetching word, is that actually from England? Yes, that is. Is it? Wow. Fetching is definitely, like, a British thing to say. Hmm. You, uh, I could guarantee you somebody is say, probably saying right now in Britain, um, you look fetching, you fucking cunt, and nobody's offended. Uh, <laughs> you look fetching, you fucking cunt. <laughs> now, now I want to see that in Bridgerton. Oh, my God. Do you watch that, by the way? I haven't watched it yet. I just uh, you- film more girls. So, like, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. <laughs> Have you seen uh, You've seen it when they, like, came back, too? Like the Gilmore like- yeah. That only okay. takes like a day to do. That's only like four hours. Oh, it was shortened. It's it's four like one hour and some change episode things. So oh, that's really hard to watch. I never got into that show. I tried, but I love the uh the mother because she plays the main girl's boss in um Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I heard she's not on season two though. And not as much. So um, I don't know what's up with that, but we're getting off topic. Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we always do on these things, I mean, 
even with my friend Lauren and and Otter, it's like. <laughs> Did you know Regina's hair was a wig? I thought I read that. Because she had cut her hair short for the notebook. And I this guess was this at the same time as the notebook. She had just finished the notebook when she started Mean Girls. I forgot she was in that with uh, Ryan Gosling. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. Oh, yeah. Here's a good impression. Like a thing that I didn't understand until I was an adult. Something I definitely didn't understand in this movie when I first watched it was why What's-Her-Face's mom passed out when Regina... So they were at the mall and they saw Jason with that girl. I think her name was Taylor. Oh, Taylor Waddell. Yeah. And they call Taylor Waddell's mom. And she's like, this is Susan from Planned Parenthood. I have her test results. Could you have her call me? And the mom passes out. I definitely did not understand that when I was 10 years old. (laughs) I was very sheltered. Uh (laughs) It's funny because like a lot of, I think a lot of movies, especially like older movies too, they would have stuff like that where like the parents would pass out and I think they're like replaced by cardboard cutouts or something. (laughs) I think that's the trick to it or something like that. So I think it was like a nod to. Yeah. I mean, granted, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't pass out too, but not like that. (laughs) Also, I have a question for the people behind the store. uh, 135. What kind of business model allows you to carry only three sizes? <laughs> I think uh what what was that store BB BB They carried minimal sizes. No, I know, but the store that they went to to get oh, yeah. was literally just called 135. She said we only carry sizes 1, 3 and 5. Like <laughs> And it's not like you're in LA, bitch, you're in North Shore, Illinois. <laughs> right. <laughs> You might try Sears. <gasps> that dates of the movie because Sears doesn't sell prom dresses anymore. Sears is not even a thing anymore, right? If Sears still exists. It's an auto body it? shop and sells washing machines. <laughs> Woohoo! Sears like garage like near my house. Oh my god! Oh, that's right. <laughs> Do you have any more? Oh. Um, I like how Coach Carr is teaching STDs but can't spell them, but is fucking students, so. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee. I know! Um, <laughs> just don't have sex. Take some rubbers. <laughs> so are you teaching abstinence, or are you just like, here's some rubbers? Like, and also, if you're not teaching how to use them, I'm amazed there's no pregnant girls in this movie, but maybe that's so it could have a PG-13 rating. Well, I did actually hear that um, in the original script, there were there was more like cursing and and more um, on a more topics on a rate that would have taken them on a rated R. Yeah. Um. So they had to nix a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. Like I noticed because I had heard that um before I watched the movie because I did a lot of research before I watched the movie again. In the scene in the cafeteria on Katie's, like, first or second day when Jason approaches her and he says, is your muffin buttered? If you look at his mouth, he's, it looks like he's saying something else. Apparently, the original line was, is your cherry popped? Oh, wow. Come on, research. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even, I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> 
that was one of the things they had to change, but I guess they had to change it like after they already shot it. So it was easier just to dub it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Cause there's so much going on. They're like, probably no one's going to pay attention to this. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-mm. Oh, I made this fun note. Regina is a bitch. And so is karma. R E bus crash. I mean, you know, I can't, I can't say that I've never thought about pushing a fellow student in front of a car, in front of a bus. We had a really cute little ice cream truck every once in a while. I don't know why, because for the younger kids. Um, so yeah, I had a little weird thoughts back then. <laughs> I was in high school. There was a van that would pull up to in front of my school every day at lunchtime and sell pizza out of it. So. It was called Hungry mm-hmm. Howies, and it was delicious. <laughs> oh, I have a really major, like, because in my high school, this nef- definitely would not have flown, because I would get, try and get teachers to tell me stuff, and they would be like, no. Like, I was in on a little teacher tea, but why would the principal admit that part about the part about Coach Carr and the burn book was true, like, to students? Why not? I know, right? Things, other things were also true. Like... That's setting yourself up for fucking liability is telling a room full of teenagers that shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And teachers are supposed to be our role models. What? (laughs) That is too funny. Right? Like, bruh. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a note just here. Yes, Regina, eat that baguette. I think that's from the four-way phone call thing where she's like, don't invite Gretchen out with me. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's just like, she cuts off a piece of it again. You think, no, she takes the, whole, the rest of the fucking large end of the... That's funny. I, that's another one of my favorite scenes, too. I'll get to that. Yeah, Regina was also chosen to play... Um, well, she was trying out for... Not Regina, I'm sorry. Lindsay Lohan was trying out to play Regina... But then she said something about, like, she was fearing that it was going to, like, hurt her reputation. I don't understand because... Because she this was her first non-Disney movie. Oh, okay. Because I, I was going to say, she kind of became a Regina in real life. No, but this was her first non-Disney movie. And so she had a huge fan base, but they were from Disney. Disney. So... And then I think after this is when she did the Herbie movie. Like, she goes right oh, back. Oh, God, it was so bad. That director didn't, I can't remember the director of that movie, but she hated, uh, he hated Lindsay Lohan. He was like, he would, she would show up to the set, like, late all the time, possibly drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was, there was a, a lot of drama behind that, too. But uh, Amanda Seyfried was said to have, like, a daffy humor, so she was, like, perfect for the role of Karen. This was her first movie. And this was her first actual movie, yeah. And she can actually put her whole fist in her mouth, too. Yeah. I read about that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Gems Franco was considered to play the role of Aaron, which I can't really see. He would be a really high Aaron. Fair. <laughs> you know? Um, very foul mouth. Couldn't, yeah. No, if you want to see James Franco in high school, go watch Freaks and Geeks. Uh- <laughs> that part. <laughs> exactly. 
And then Ashley Tisdale um, auditioned for Gretchen Wieners. I did not know that. She's she's a Disney girl too, right? Yeah, she was in um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in High School Musical. Oh, okay. I've only seen the first High School Musical. She was Sharpay. Oh, okay, cool. Gotcha. <laughs> There was actually an episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where they were doing a production of High School Musical, and she was just like, people tell me I look just like Sharpay, and everyone's like, nah, I don't see it. <laughs> um, How much do I love this movie? The Limit Does Not Exist. <laughs> I mean, it's it's such a good, such a good movie. I mean, like, I... Girls 2. And then the notes for me, Girls 2. Oh, wow. You actually wrote a lot. For, okay. So um, let me run down real quick some of um, <laughs> some of my notes, and then we can totally trash that movie. Um, like I said before, the original script had more swearing in it, so they had to, like, knock it down to PG-13. Um, you talked about uh, Tim Meadows' carpal... He had uh, the, the fake carpal tunnel. Yeah. Um, Mean Girls has become such a cultural phenomenon. Like October third is referred all the time as like Mean Girl Day. It's official. It's a. I mean, and it's it's made fun of like with memes and gifs and stuff like that. So lots of girls and occasional flamboyant gentlemen wear pink on Wednesdays. Um, memes and gifs are overly used on a daily basis, depicting different scenes from the movie. Commercials depicting parts of the movie are played. Um, for for some stuff i i forgot to jot them down but um there was a comic book series made after the movie apparently huh um a cookbook which i told you about this morning yes which was actually compiled by the guy who played Aaron Samuels and Gretchen Wieners or i mean uh, she did Lacey Chabert did the foreword of the book but the whole thing that's right. was written by Jonathan Bennett and some other chef lady yeah um, which is really, really cool. I really want to get that and have a Mean Girls like themed dinner party. I think that would be fun. Get like some pink drinks of some sort. <laughs> um, Sportswear was also made uh, to commemorate the movie. I can't remember the... I don't remember if it was Adidas or some off-brand. Um, Tina Fey and her husband, who was the songwriter or composer, I guess I should say, for Legally Blonde the Musical teamed up to bring Mean Girls to life on stage back in 2017, as we referred to earlier. And in 2020, last year, uh, Tina said that the movie adaption of the musical was in the works. So that's pretty interesting. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, I love movie adaptions of musicals. Like, Rent is really cool. Cats, even though it got, like, bashed to death, I liked it. I appreciated it because that was my first musical uh, introduction to musicals basically as a kid but I don't understand like if you already have Mean Girls as a movie and I, I like the music because Ali you introduced me to to some of the music um, from from the musical but I don't know how well this would do as a movie adaptation i mean there are a lot of ways to approach it there are a lot of things that have started as one thing and gone on to be so much more like Les Mis was a book and then a musical and then a musical and then and movie then a movie like <laughs> Freaky Friday went from a, a movie a remake a musical stage remake 
and then a movie version of the stage version. <clears throat> like it's it's a thing that people do. It's I think a part of it is people are running out of ideas as to what to put on the, in the movies these days. Yeah, They're like, oh, I mean, it, already like this, so they'll probably just come and see this money. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and not to bash like I love creativity through like poetry, through movies, cartoons, whatever. Because I mean, shit, I'm I'm not getting paid like half these people with what they make, and but um, I just I don't know. I guess he, I guess it's all about taking chances, seeing what works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the musical, as far as I've read, was really um, reviewed well. It did so well. Um, they won a bunch of Tonys that year, as far as I remember. They definitely got a nominated for, like, everything. Um, yeah, and and then uh, what's the – what's her name? You, we were talking about it yesterday. Who played Janice on stage? Oh, Barrett Wilbert Weed. She has an amazing voice. So amazing. So she plays Janice in the she played Janice in the Broadway production of Mean Girls, but then she also starred in another musical adaptation of a teen movie. She played Veronica in Heather's the Musical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I've actually done my favorite song of each of hers from each show, um, in drag. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dead Girl Walking was Remember at Cobalt? Like that was really cute. That was that was adorable. I loved it. And then, oh, I've actually did. I did remember when I did the Karen Halloween song at, for Halloween, and I made you dress up as sexy corn. Oh my god, I have never felt so sexy. That dress is just like hanging in my parents' basement. <laughs> so it's funny because um, and I haven't I haven't talked about it because this is mostly a movie review, but um. I use my stage name, Chip, but my real name is Mike, as you will find out if you listen to my friend Lauren's podcast, Fashion Grunge. And Allie is Allie Cat, um, which isn't too far off. But um, we do drag, which is really cool. Um, I do what they call male drag or bio drag. So I'm still me as a guy dressed in like formal suits and stuff like that. So I don't have the illusion of being a woman. Because I make an ugly looking woman. <laughs> You've been a pretty woman. Like when you were Cher from Clueless and doing Azalea. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it was funny. I did I, I, I did love doing that. And it's funny because like I do have a good creative outlet because I do like uh, mixing music and putting uh, quotes from movies in there. But um, so I do like that stuff and I, I've been doing, I've been doing drag for almost 10 years and I introduced Allie to it back in 2013, 13. Yeah. And have ruined her ever since. <laughs> I was a baby. And, I was 18. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, she is a real girl, ladies and gentlemen, and portrays a girl on stage. So <laughs> She doesn't have to do drag, but as a performer, she's she's quite amazing. So she's more amazing and a comedy queen. <laughs> oh, now I'm a comedy queen, huh? Just kidding. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Those are hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. When they're not ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I used to do some. Uh, yeah, I used to do some seven minute, eight minute 
mixes Justin Bieber. I put him put him away. Put him in the closet. Never to return. That was a that was a tragic time. Um <laughs> Okay, so, so wait a minute. Uh, yes. <laughs> let's talk. Let's dish about the trash that is Mean Girls too. Okay. Can I just say, um, one of my first notes is how many Disney Channel actors are in this movie? I've counted four in four minutes. You're okay. So you watch more, and not to dumb you down or anything, but you watch more Disney stuff, and you're more in the know of Disney, right? Okay. So. So I don't know any of these people. All right. So the blonde biker chick, the main character. The one who is Kate, uh, Katie Wannabe? Yes. Okay. okay. So she was in the Camp Rock movies on Disney Channel. Okay. So the redhead who um, she befriends, who her, his dad is paying her, um, she was the best friend to Selena Gomez on Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. Um, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. So then the Regina character who has the purse dog. Also, how the fuck did she get away with carrying a dog in her purse at school? Uh, uh, what are they, what are they called that you, um, I mean, she didn't have a note, but, uh, what do you, what do you call the service the, animal? Thank you. It definitely was not a service animal. Um, I mean, it's, it's like a rat size, but she was on Corey in the house, which was a, that's so Raven spinoff. Um, where Corey and Raven's dad was the new chef at the White House, so Corey and his dad moved to the White House, and so she okay. was his best friend at school. And then one of the other, like, plastics, she had been on the show Jonas, which was the Jonas Brothers TV show. I never knew they actually had a TV show. Yeah. Um, she was also on ABC Family's Make It or Break It show. Gotcha. And then Diego Bonita, the love interest dude... I've seen him, but I, I forgot to in, look him up. I think he was in Rock of Ages. That's right. Okay. So, I love that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, um, but yeah. So I was just like, uh, 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 mm, you're playing a bitch now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, that, was, that was how my brain functioned. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely bottom of the barrel, but I mean. It's throughout her dog when she, the dog threw up in it like <laughs> what did um wh- i don't know if you caught it and i maybe i'll look for it if i'm if i if i can stomach the movie again um but the dog's sweater it was wearing a sweater and it had writing and i think it referred to something in mean girls like the actual movie i didn't notice that i think it said i, I can't remember i think it said fetch or something but um maybe that would be funny because it would be <laughs> that what was that like a chihuahua yeah i think it was a chihuahua something like that i felt bad for um, Porky, some other like really tiny less than nine pound dog like i felt bad for that girl abby abby yes okay so let me let me get this straight real quick because i know you have a lot of um stuff which i really want to hear but um so if I can get this correct, Katie Wannabe, can't remember her name, um, just wanted to rebel against the plastics, but by rebelling, she became almost plastic herself because she became so popular. That happens in like every movie. I hate the popular people, and then you become the popular people. And it was like <laughs> I felt it was almost like a showdown of Avenger, 
of Lame Avengers because it was like the plastics and her like 20 posse. And then it was like Katie Wannabe and her 20 posse. And I was like, Avengers Assemble. Okay, so I think Mr. Winkle was the shop teacher. Yes. Okay, so I have what bunker did Mr. Winkle escape from? <laughs> why does a teenage girl have a prescription for ipecac yeah right why would anybody have a prescription for ipecac that's just nope unless that doctor doesn't care (laughs) what is with the butterfly tramp stamp but then we learned that helped identify her later yeah so (laughs) but like here's the thing too is that like did no one see that butterfly tramp stamp before ever? Right. Like, was that the first time anyone's seen it? <laughs> because, like, reviewing the the tape or whatever, you would easily know that was her if you've ever paid attention that much right. attention to her. Because she was always wearing like really tight, really short clothing. Yeah, including her shirt. <laughs> her midriff was showing, like. You probably took gym, so people probably saw her changing in the locker room. You know what? I mean, because her hand too high in class, she's wearing a short skirt, a short shirt. Like you wouldn't have seen it. Like, (laughs) I mean, especially especially if she's like the popular one. Do these people not pay that much attention? (laughs) Everyone would have been begging their parents to get a butterfly tramp stamp at this kind of school. Exactly. (laughs) Holes. She definitely didn't seem like the type of person who would have a tattoo in high school, though. She was very prissy, but, like, bitchy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird, though, because even though it got mega negative reviews, and I think it was, like, I think this was even generous for Rotten Tomatoes. I think it gave, like, 30%. Oh, my God. Um, It was the most watched TV movie of the week when it premiered with 2 million viewers. So I was just like... What? I don't understand any I think of that. Part of that is because, like, so it was originally released first thing to DVD or whatever, right? But then they showed it on ABC Family, like that. Oh, one. I thought I thought it was opposite. Oh, they did it like I like it was like Mean Girls, and then a premiere of Mean Girls too, and everyone was like, okay. And, and they were highly disappointed after. Yes, I was one of those viewers. Oh, were you really? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Um, um yeah <laughs> do you have anything on uh, anything else on mean girls too oh they arrested the bitch is a note <laughs> <laughs> we got justice <laughs> and I, oh powder puff football question mark i'm too sober for this ah yeah that was that was that, that was, was weird rough. a little bit rough like that was like, like when my powder puff football it was never that popular it was for all the sporty people to play right only sporty people went to watch when they didn't feel like playing so i was never there (laughs) if i was at a football game on friday night it's because there was nothing better to do and i could see my friends for only five dollars i never did i mean when uh in my gym class i would always fake like an injury or be like i'm not feeling well today and then there'd be they'd always be like okay well hit the track and just walk my school they didn't give a shit as long as you showed up on time and were dressed so i would change for gym but then i would bring a book with me 
And they let you just sit. My pocket was big enough to hold most novels because I was wearing men's gym shorts. <laughs> nice. So I would just sit on the field and read my book and, and they would give me an A. So, Hey, there you go. Like you said, just for showing up. Hey. <laughs> so I, I think, um, do you have, I think the whole movie is genius, right? Like we, we keep saying it's, yeah. it's. The OG is classic. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. written it's written so well there's so many memorable scenes quotes and um do you have any favorite scenes like all-time favorite scenes um oh i didn't even write it down but um the scene where um amy polar walks into regina's room when the girls have just come over she sits down and she's like so what's the hot gossip what is everyone into do you know she put like a cocktail weenie or a dog treat? I've read both in her shirt. So the dog I, heard, I did hear about that. I'm like, wow. And the dog didn't like maim you to death. Well, she was wearing like, that's not all her. Those are, that was some, that was some fake ash tits. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, so that was definitely like imagine. a rubber nipple or something. And then like food. <laughs> like a chest plate. <laughs> I love that line where Regina's like, check out our boobs. She got a boob job or something like that. <laughs> Make sure you check out her boob job. Something like that. <laughs> oh my God. So now I'm just thinking about a line from the musical where they're like, um, they're talking about Regina after she's gotten the call teen bars. And it's just like, you know, did her boobs get bigger? Regina, Regina. <laughs> <laughs> I really the scene with the tank top and the f- <laughs> where they cut the holes in Regina's tank top. Oh yeah. And then she, the, the, the next day, and I'm like, my mother would have beaten my ass if I had said I want to cut holes and show my bra through my shirt. Yeah, that would just not be acceptable. Also, mm-hmm. how did they not all get dress coded? Or maybe that's why it, it didn't happen again. Oh, and the parties, like the parties, my my parents unfortunately would never accept that many people in the house. Maybe like a cutoff at like 15. Right. And anytime I was invited to a big party, like any of those big parties, I was told I was not allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, me too. There'd be drugs and drinking. You can't go. You have to do your homework or some shit. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll buy you pizza and soda if you stay home. And I was like, right. <laughs> Mm-mm. if it was anybody outside my friend group i was not allowed to go if it was my friend group she'd be like oh yeah go have fun because my friend group we would just like drink way too much sugar uh- <laughs> yeah. i think so i i think i narrowed it down as like my bet my three favorite favorite scenes i'm gonna go from like the third to the top but i love the first mall scene where it's like the four girls um by the and uh katie sees the water fountain and all of a sudden they're very they're in her brain, you know, she's like, it reminds me of Africa and being by the waterhole or some shit. I don't know. Um, but all of a sudden, like everybody's just acting like animals. And then the one girl love- the other girl into the fountain. Yes. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, she body slammed the bitch. I want to you from some of the stunt people from this movie. Right. I do my own stunts. Oh, wait, that's uh, First Wives Club. 
I love that movie too. Oh my God, we need to do that one. That would be fantastic. Um, and I know it's cruel, but I love when Regina calls Taylor's mom from the information line. I can't say if I was in her shoes, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> like, and it, it's awful because looking back at my high school days, and we talked about it a little bit, but I was the very goody two shoes one too, but I was also trying to shed that skin at the same time to try to fit in. So it was very like, I was on this seesaw of like, okay, well, who should I be? And if I, but if I did take it that extra step, extra step, I think I would have been a Regina. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, or Gretchen at least. But my, my second favorite scene is the beginning where everyone's in the cafeteria and Janice is like going through all the clicks and everything. Like you got your hot Asian nerds and your burnouts and stuff like that. I wish somebody had, because so like when I was in school, I had to go to two different schools. My first schooling only went up to eighth grade and no, ninth grade, no, eighth grade. And so I had to switch schools and then finish my year. So I, when I switched, I feel like if I had somebody to like show me around and draw those diagrams and everything, I think I'd have a better lay of the land. And just have a more understanding of, oh, okay, so this school is different from this other one that I'm used to. It was it was really cool. And um, the exchange between Regina and the girls and Katie is is amazing. And uh, we talked about that with the whole, like, Jason, butter your muffin kind of thing. And, yeah, I love that line. Like, okay, well, you can go shave your back hair now. <laughs> one of my favorite other parts that happens in the cafeteria scene, though, like at the beginning, is they get to the table with girls who eat their feelings. And the girl's putting Reese's peanut butter cups on a sandwich. Right. Like, Maybe are you okay? <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Mm -mm. And when they say sexually active band geeks, they mean it. <laughs> oh my god! I, speaking of, I was afraid of that one tall chick in the beginning, where she like grabs the guy next to her, and she's like basically like sucking the life out of him on his lips. That's what public school is like. Girl, I was like damaged. <laughs> my like one like real serious high school boyfriend didn't go to my school, so I didn't get that much. But like I was always like seeing just like people like eating each other's faces. Uh I mean there were definitely people like that in my high school. Not that rough, I think, but there were definitely like sexually active. Like I remember doing like these outings with friends and I can't remember the. Oh, do you remember um, the movie Can't Hardly Wait? I've never seen it. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, when you get a chance, you have to watch it. But I remember going to the premiere of that on the weekend with like four of my friends. We were like not the popular, popular ones, but we were just like our own thing. Um, and then on the other side of the theater, we saw like the mega uber popular ones. But you could see as soon as they sat down, they started making out with each other. And I'm like, really? Okay. Well, if you're not going to eat your popcorn, can I have it? <laughs> Remember when movies were cheap enough you didn't care if you made out during the movie? I think, and if we're going to be all honest, I think I got, I received head in the theater once. 
<laughs> when I was paying not even eight dollars for a movie, I didn't care if I missed it. But like, yeah. <laughs> now I'm paying twenty plus dollars for just my damn self. Fuck no! I'm gonna watch this fucking movie, and if it's trash, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah. There's one movie that I really want to watch just because I'm like oddly curious, but I can't justify paying twenty dollars for, and it's a uh, the Craft Legacy. Oh, is that the craft sequel? Yeah. I mean, the trailer looks interesting and they make nods to the first one, which obviously Mean Girls 2 doesn't to Mean Girls, but if it's just going to be me watching it, yeah, no. Just be patient. 20... Yeah. That's what I do. Just be patient. Yeah. I mean, and then what was it when for us Disney Plus members when Mulan came out? Right. They were asking for like $35 or some shit. And now you can just watch it with your Disney and now you can, membership. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. It's don't I'm still it. mad about the premiere access thing, so like I just have it. No. Don't don't waste your time. Um I don't know if you want to know anything about it, but it's just Do you have um any favorite quotes? Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> or also anything Kevin G says. Um yeah. Oh, oh, I, I did find out about that. Was that um, what's her name? The Regina's mom, the actress, Amy Poehler. Thank you. Amy Poehler did help um, the actor who played Kevin with his rap. Yes, I saw a thing, and it was actually like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Lindsay Lohan were fucking around in somebody's dressing room or trailer and made a whole like video, like and like they're like, "This is what you got to do for your Kevin G rap." But also the fact that the line is, you know, you know what ain't Shaggy, you'll know it was me because the next time I see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, my all-time favorite, favorite scene, I want to say, is the four-way call. Yes. Um, I don't think, so I'm going to date myself, but um, I remember when the first four-way like when that first feature you could you could do it with was like i believe the phone with the little charging cradle <laughs> and it wasn't my conversations weren't obviously this dramatic but um i remember being able to do that and being like oh my god that's so cool i can talk to like three four people at once i did it on I mean, my iphone the other day and i was impressed like <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, like now with the uh, technology being so quote unquote good, I mean, obviously you have your bad things that happen, but I mean, you've got the FaceTime, you've got Zoom, you've got Squadcast, which we're doing right now, um, but like a multitude of like other platforms to connect to like multiple people at once. It's amazing. Right. No, but like even when I was a kid, when this movie even came out, like two, three, like three, four way calling was like crazy cool because only like the really rich people had it uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, i had one friend who had it and like so she used it to contact me and another friend so we, the three of us could go to the movies or whatever but um it was like oh okay it was, so it was dominique had the three-way calling but or, uh, but danielle was the one making the plan or maybe it was the other way around but so i just like hit i like star 69 back or whatever to be like yeah my mom says i can go and they're like oh great let me just call whoever else back because they were actually the ones making the plan i just have the three-way call and i was like oh okay cool whatever bye see you at the movies like 
It was really funny, too, because I remember there was this one time that I wanted a friend to stay over or something like that. So he was like, oh, well, I have to call my mom. I was like, okay, so we can have each other's moms talk to each other. And then I grabbed the landline (laughs) to talk to his mom, I think, because he had a cell phone and I didn't. And we connected them like this and they were able to hear each other. I was just, I was just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a nerd. I'm a dork. <laughs> but um, I I love that scene because I use boo you whore on a daily basis. <laughs> just talking to Justin, and I'm like, boo you whore. I have a T-shirt that's unicorns on the phone, and one says boo you horse. <sighs> that's funny. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, I'd have to find it. It doesn't really fit, but... Uh. I want one. <laughs> oh, no. And then, like, some real quotes are, like, real fast. was, like, I love the quote, like, she's a life ruiner. She ruins lives. And then, like, most of the, most of the quotes, like, from Janice Ian are just, like, fantastic. Like, um, I love seeing teachers outside school. It's like seeing a dog walk out on his hind legs. Oh, I have a question for that scene. Yeah. Miss Norberry's bartending uniform. <laughs> why or does she have buttons on her back so you can see the what, it, what i guess she was a bartender right right she was a bartender so like it was a place like it was i think it was called like pj calamities or something yeah mm-hmm. so it's basically fridays um when yeah. it's still like kitschy and shit but um so like i get it like having it on like your front but like also um what happens when like you're wearing your uniform in the car and one comes undone and stabs you in the back that's in a different movie. <laughs> Bartenders do, and yeah, like yeah, safety that's... concern. <laughs> and that old man looks skeevy as fuck. By the way, <laughs> and where where did where did Janice work? Like the body shop or something it like that? Some like holistic healing lotion looking kind of shit. Uh, so it was like plush before plush or blush. Blush before blush. That's. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, we went. Justin and I went to one of those stores. I want to say two years ago, and they're like r- freaking robots. <laughs> like they come up to you, like the blush stores, and you know how like they've got like the bath bombs. Oh, and stuff lush. Like that. Oh, lush. Sorry, I correct myself. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I have a lot of stuff from Lush, um, but it's expensive as shit. But it lasts forever. The other Are they time. supposed to laugh forever? Well, no, like, um, like we get like the body wash. Like, ET loves the rose jam body wash, and I love the shampoo bars. Mm-hmm. Um, the bath bombs are pretty okay, but the bath bombs do have a lot of stuff that I'm allergic to in them a lot of the time, so I don't usually buy them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but they're like, yeah, they're completely robots. They're just like, oh, we see that you have entered the store and. Within five minutes, you haven't brought anything. So let me bring you something to buy. When I worked um, at Nordstrom, there was a Lush like right down the hall. And it was the smallest little storefront you could have ever seen. And somehow they almost always had at least three people working. And I'm like, you can't fit more than six people in this room comfortably. It was a room, not a store. It was a room. It was a small room. Mm-mm. Like it was smaller than some bedrooms. No, I mean, with all the smells, I would be like, no, I got to get out of here. <laughs> With all the different smells. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we, we've covered a lot. Do you have any other notes, by the way? Um, 
No, I don't think so. Not, not that, like, because, like, I was editing them out as we went along, slash, before yeah. we started. I was like, I really don't need to say that on the internet. Uh, <laughs> it's a podcast. I mean, it, who cares? Internet is forever. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, oh, just OMG, the worst revenge movie ever. And that was in reference to Mean Girls 2. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I appreciate the attempt that they tried, but they could have called it something else and not being attached to the OG movie, you know? Right. Um, Actually, I think, Oh, Katie turns in her test. Hey, want to buy some drugs? Yeah. Right. Like what teacher could normally get away with that? Especially after having a suspicion of selling drugs to students. Like that's stupid. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. I did love I, I did love her her character though um as a teacher. Miss Norberry is apparently based on one of Tina Fey's actual teachers. Oh, that's awesome. Who was also named Miss Norberry. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> that oh yeah, I did read that actually. Like a lot of the names are her friends from high school or college. Was it high school? High school. I don't know. Yeah. Like Katie was somebody, apparently she had a friend named Glenn Coco. Glenn Coco was not even credited in this movie, by the way. Yeah, that's weird, he was right? Just an extra. Nobody expected that line to blow up, and it is one of the most quoted movies from this fucking movie. I mean, out of a lot of movies that have become so iconic and so um, cult classic-y, I want to say, um, I, this one takes a cake. Because, like I... Like, we were talking about earlier, October 3rd is like forever deemed like Mean Girls Day. Um, you send me <laughs> memes <laughs> on October 3rd, like all the time, every year. Um, pink, I mean, it's just, you know, it, uh, yeah, it's be, it, it's become such a legend right. over time. Um, Broadway, Broadway musical, cookbooks, um, what did I say earlier? Exercise gear, exercise wear. Um, Nerdies out the wazoo. Yeah, like, I mean the Patrick Hall. Patrick uh... <laughs> Hall. Yeah. Also, Ariana Grande. The thank you next video, which also had a lot of Mean Girls cast in it. Oh, I've never actually seen the video. Oh, you need to go watch Thank You Next when we're done here because it has a lot of, like, 2000s chick flick references. Oh, yeah? It hits Mean Girls, Bring It On, Legally Blonde. Um, I think that's it, but... That's cool, though. Clueless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that movie. We should do Clueless. Okay. That'd be fun. Okay. I'll be watching you do Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Oh my God. I don't think anyone needs to watch that. It's on your Facebook page. I mean, <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Pops up in my Facebook memories every year. Uh uh-uh. uh. I had like this flat hair and I had a costume made by a famous drag queen designer named Kiki Amore from New York. And it was fabulous. It was to the T, looked exactly like Cher's outfit in Clueless. It was fantastic with some plastic ass boots. 
But um, I want to thank my guest, Ali Cat, for coming on to the podcast for me. Thanks with for me. having me. Of course. And it was really good to see you, even though our listeners can't see you. She is beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's short and loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be um, talking next time about some other kind of movie. I'm not sure. Probably a cult classic, though. It could be Clueless. It could be First Wives Club. Whatever. You never know what to expect from, from me. So, All right. Well, I hope you have a great day. And I hope all you listeners out there have a wonderful day as well. So I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.